Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. Again, as you as you heard, we have uh, we have finally entered the 21st century and have a FaceTime call going. Yeah, we were, we were getting a little a little glitchy last week with the group call. And I didn't know if that was due to Eric's new home or technology or what, but yeah, we're, we're moving to FaceTime. Hopefully, it'll be a little more smooth. Uh, no, definitely not the home. The last one was at, uh, was at the old house. Oh, was it really? Yeah, it's just, I had, I've been having issues with the phone for some reason. Hmm. And, uh, so what we did to remedy this issue, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is take the case off. Just take to... the old phone case off. <laughs> yeah, this is a simple trick that you guys could use at home, all you podcasters out there. If you're having trouble hearing each other, just take your damn phone out of your case, you moron. <laughs> Easy peasy. Uh, so Jeff Jeff currently is watching the Swamp Fight. The Swamp Ass. Yeah. Swamp Ass, baby. And uh, you're catching some things you didn't see the first time around at four in the morning, huh? Yeah. Uh, my initial watch of this was uh, last Sunday. Uh, the, the night it debuted and I got off work at midnight, didn't get settled in till like 1.32 a.m., fired up at 1.32, so the swamp ass didn't go on till almost sunrise, so I was pretty beaten out of it. Well, and not not last Sunday, but two Sundays ago by now. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're running a little tardy. We're epically behind because I moved. This, this is the first episode coming live to you from Dunlap, Illinois, ladies and gentlemen. Dunlap, baby. Dunlap IL and still in Denver, Colorado. Denver CEO. But the uh, Mount or the mid the Midwest division has moved. So I, I like in the new place, Eric. You, you stretch your feet. <laughs> oh yeah, I like it. It's been cool. So we're we're still getting settled in. Obviously, we just moved in Friday. Yeah. So we 
we got a lot. We we got a lot done, honestly. But it's still, you know, how that is. It takes a while. Are you living in a cardboard castle currently, or you got most of the cardboard out? Uh, most of the cardboard's out, and I've been working, so Samantha's done pretty much all the unpacking. But uh, you're not, you're not putting Buddy to work. He's helping. He's helping. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, we got a lot of the cardboard gone. There's a huge stack of, of uh, cardboard boxes in the garage. Big boy. Yeah. You, you could build a fuck of a fort with this thing. Oh, man. Building forts. <sighs> but yeah, this is uh, this is the first episode um, coming to you guys live from Dunlap, Illinois. A little, a little small town. A little small town flavor for you. Yep. Out in the boonies. <laughs> um... So yeah, so we're epically behind. Ooh, sorry. Uh, we're epically behind because of all that shit. Uh, but we have been we have been getting good listening, good good amount of listeners lately. So I want to say thanks to anybody who's listening. Yes, absolutely. Thank you to the listeners. Uh, it's been a while since uh, we we've applauded the listeners. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening and uh, tell a friend because. I mean, the pandemic's going nowhere, so podcasts are still as essential as ever. Because you get bored in that house. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, so check... So, thanks to everybody who's been listening. I think we're getting a rub from, uh... From Jason. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I think we're getting the rub. Cooking with short shorts. People are making fish tacos left and right this week. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're getting a big rub from him. Uh, let's see here. So we, we haven't talked since, uh, since Extreme Rules, so we should probably go over that, even though it's old. I do, uh, I remember I texted you, I thought the first, the first night I watched I only got through three matches. Mm-hmm. I thought they were pretty good. I liked the first three, um, it was, uh, I know that, I know the third match was the Seth Rollins versus Ray. And then was the second match Bailey, uh, Eo or not Eo? Uh, Nikki Cross ba- and Bailey was the second match, yes, for the SmackDown Women's Title. And then what opened the ta- uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship table match? New Day versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. So I I really up to that point I really enjoyed the show. I remember texting you about it, but I thought the first three matches were really good. Absolutely. Um, normally, the first matches on a card like this get a little under ten minutes, but all these three, first three matches got at least uh, ten minutes to work. Um, New Day is a fantastic way to open any show. Yeah. Like their, their charisma, just like okay, I'm I'm fully immersed in wrestling now. Yeah. Because you see the New Day, and it just brightens your fucking face. Yeah, it really does, and they know that they do the opening New Day match a lot. Yeah, I, I got no complaints with that. Yeah. Who did, uh, so the finish of that match is, uh, Cesaro powerbombing which one through the two tables? You remember? Uh, Kofi. Okay. Off the turnbuckle, correct? Yeah, it was masterful. It was, I it was, was. I love that spot. And, and Cesaro did it perfectly. Like, it was just. You could tell he was totally in control and just one solid lift. It was beautiful. 
Uh, Shitsuke, on the other hand, he was kind of just there for theatrics. If, if you go back and look at the replay, he was like help hold. He was helping to hold Kofi up on uh, Cesaro's shoulders, and Shitsuke's standing on the um, apron. Right? Was he on the apron and steel steps? Oh, I don't know. One of those. One of those two, but like. He has to, like, jump for theatric reasons, so he just jumps off completely in the other direction from where the powerbomb is taking place. <laughs> but did he, he did a little a little, a little uh, gesture or something, though. Right? Did he? I think was, it was... Wasn't the classic... Come on! I don't know. It was like, he did some showmanship, for sure. I, I love uh, Shinsuke's showmanship. Yeah. I was surprised, man, that, that uh, so Shinsuke and Cesaro are the new champs. Yeah, uh, that took all three of us by surprise, including uh, Tuna Fish, Short Shorts. Yep. We all voted New Day, and we all got that one wrong. Yeah, well you would come to find out, or no, I'm not sure you have seen that SmackDown. So there's only been one SmackDown since Extreme Rules, right? Correct. Yeah, so you haven't seen it. So there is, there is big news. I, I talked to you earlier and I said SmackDown was kind of weak, but there is big news, I guess. It was a quick segment, but it's probably the most important thing on the night. Um, okay, well, uh, let's not, let's not uh, keep me in the dark here. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say because it was odd that the New Day lost those titles, but um, there is a, I don't know if it's fake or real, but uh, Kofi is injured. Um, Kofi's injured. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like a, it's kind of like the best case scenario for Big E. Like you, you want to see Big E get the singles push, which is what they're doing. They they had a whole segment. It was like, Kofi was like, "Look, Woods is out. I'm gonna be out for six weeks. Uh, you know, it's your turn. You gotta take the ball and run with it." Like basically, like inferring for a singles push. You know, for Big E. Oh wow. Which is cool as hell. I love that. So it's kind of the best of both worlds because we don't get a breakup of the new day, but we still, you know, we get a little absentee, you know, a break. Yeah. Um, I actually have mixed feelings about that. Just like we, we've, we've seen what happened with um, Heavy Machinery when they technically aren't broken up but there's a big emphasis on one partner and not the other yeah and historically uh no at least i have i think you have uh been in favor of a big e singles push but i I, i've been loving the new day's charisma especially since the pandemic oh people at home (laughs) no they're great yeah their charisma is so great like i i I want them to be a forever tag team. No, I hear you, but I'm with you there. But they still are, you know. I don't. I don't think it's gonna go that. I think the Otis and uh, Tucky is a little different because another none of them like Otis can't be a real star, you know. He's like yeah. An, and then, but they are screwing Tucky, so I get that. That sucks. Tucky. But I think in the in the Corona world, I think Big E can be your can be in the main event push. I, I love the underdog mentality of that coming from a kayfabe standpoint. 
Yeah. I think he could, man. I mean, who who do we got right now on or no, he's on SmackDown. So SmackDown's like who's the main event in SmackDown? Ron and Bray. And that's it. Uh is AJ moved to Raw, didn't he? Mm, no. You're, no, I don't think so. Okay, so you have AJ No, cuz Daniel Bryan Where's he? he hasn't been around, has he? No. Uh, is AJ AJ still the IC title, which is on SmackDown? Okay. Yeah. Why? Why has it gotten harder to keep track of everything since pandemic? You think we'd be more zoned in on this essential business of wrestling? I think it's because it all looks the same. Really. Yeah, every night. It all looked the same with crowds, too. <laughs> I don't know. There's something different. Like, every night it looks exactly the same. And and there hasn't been terrible wrestling. Or, I mean, there's been some good shit. It's just hard to get into. It, the The pandemic's been hard for wrestling. Yeah. The, the, the crowd has helped. Well, what are your thoughts on the crowd in general, Eric? I don't know. I hate how they... Uh, I hate how it's like a worked crowd. So yeah, but there's a there's a few uh, there's a few uh, funny guys in the crowd though. Like uh, on this most recent Raw, uh, D Mac and Dolph were like setting up a future match where D Mac it's the exact opposite of um, the Extreme Rules match. In this case, D Mac gets to pick the stipulation. And immediately he hears someone in the crowd just yell out, Do an eye for an eye match! <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. So you get a couple of okay. people who are like breaking yeah. the, the product pushment. Okay. Well, then I'm wrong. I didn't, I've never heard anything. I guess I'm not paying close enough attention. I never heard anything. I, I hear them boo the bad guys and cheer the good guys, which is fine. I understand that. But in, yeah. in a typical crowd, you have. The old school fans that do that, they always cheer the good guys and always boo the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then you got the the defiant, you know, 18 to 25-year-old smart marks, if you will, the smarties. The smarks? Yeah. <laughs> that are going to, you know, try to go in, in business for themselves, as they say in the business. Well, I mean, I'm a little hybrid of both of those when I go to live shows, Eric. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm pretty old school, but if I really love a heel, I'd cheer him. If I'll, I'll go heel, and uh, sometimes if you got kids in your section or something, it really energizes you in your section, because then the kids are, like, cheering against you, you know? Yeah, like, what's this guy doing? He's cheering for a bad guy? No. And, and it's a cool. fine line if you want to play that role. You can't if you got kids in your sex. You can't be like, fuck him in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch your language. You can't yeah. like get personal. Obviously, these are obvious things. But if you get a few beers, oh yeah, if someone in a wrestling atmosphere, like they'll cross that line. Oh yeah, they they always do. And then it seems like nowadays, I don't know if it's because we're getting older, but. It seems like there's more kids at these shows, too. I think there definitely is. I mean, just a change from the Attitude Era to yeah. present-day wrestling. See, I, I usually play it pretty cool nowadays. 
at the show, but it, it it doesn't it doesn't bother me. I was in a kids section the last show I went to. It was hilarious. Yeah, because they actually like I was surrounded by kids, and then it's fun to be there because you know they're hardcore. Like, they are. Like, yeah, they're, they're screaming at their lungs on every move. Yeah, like if they don't like somebody, they're going to let you know. <laughs> they like those bad guys. And it, it, the, the thing about the kids liking wrestling is they actually care about these low-card wrestlers just as much like we used to, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, refreshing to see that. But yeah, I think it's possible, man, on SmackDown for Big E to be in contention for with the big dogs. With... Uh, you know, like you said, Daniel Bryan's gone. Roman Reigns is on Raw, but he's gone. Finn Balor, well, he was always a mid-carder. Lesnar. I'm sorry, did you say Finn Balor? I was going to say, he's always been a mid-carder, but he's on NXT now. Oh, I, I thought you I thought you uncovered on this SmackDown that he made the jump back. Nope. Uh, Lesnar's gone. Yeah. Uh, but anyway... We, uh, what were the other, what happened after, well, I guess we never talked about that. The Rollins, uh, Rey Mysterio match I actually liked a lot. What did you think of that? The match itself, like the, the in-ring work was phenomenal. Yes, so good. Great match. Like, good God, they were gelling together. Yeah. And they, they were stiff as a board. It was great. <laughs> both of walking, Eric, both of walking around with hard ass dicks. Yeah, stiff as a board. <laughs> but Eric, I, I I fell into the kayfabe of the horse show, and when it got time to uh, put that eye up to the steel steps, guess who was closing his eyes? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like squeamish things. You know oh my this. god! I know. Like I don't think I've ever met anybody so. Uh, bothered by weird shit like that. It's hilarious to me. But no, so you didn't see it? I mean, I was, I was, I was peeking through my my fingers. <laughs> well, that's funny because that's exactly what Rey Mysterio was doing. So you didn't, really? Yeah. So you so you didn't get to see the prosthetic eye? No. What? Could you actually see an eyeball at any point? Yeah, it was hilarious. It was ex- yeah, it was exactly what I wanted them to do. Remember, I said I wish they would do a fake eye. Yeah. They did a fake eye. Oh shit! And like, how genius is it? Because he wears a mask. Yeah. So the fake eye was probably just hanging there. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Aaron, he just, while he was down there into the steps, he just pulled it out or something. Like, it, it's hilarious. I love it. I, I loved the ending of that match. Okay, well, I, now that I know that, I will take a second look at the end of that match, no pun intended. Well, it's... Take, you put an eye on it? Yeah, I'll put an eye on that prize. <laughs> uh... So, like, he was doing the same exact thing you are talking about. Like, after the, like, so Rollins is doing his thing. And then Rollins reacts, like, 
he jumps back like, oh, I got it. I ripped his eye out, you know? Like, that's how we were kind of told that it just happened. And then Rey Mysterio is obviously rolling around and selling it. But they give you one shot of Rey doing the same thing, like holding his face like this. But you can see you can see through the fingers, just like a fake eye hanging down. It was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> Do you see, I... I... I was just waiting for the noise, and then the bell rang, and I all I I uncover my eyes, and the first thing I see is Seth Rollins blowing chunks in the corner. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, that was. Uh, thank you for reminding me of that. I I thought that was a great touch. It was a great touch. Was that real puke or no? I don't know. Probably not. It, it, was, a, it was a classic oatmeal texture, so I want to say it was fake puke. Oh, I'm sure. But in any event, I like. Like, we talked about, like, how are they going to do that match? And, you know, we mentioned how it would be cool if they did the fake eye, but none of us thought that that was going to be the real thing. Yeah. So it's kind of, I, I really like that, man. That's why I went to bed after that match, and I was like, man, this has been a pretty good pay-per-view. And up until that point, it was very good. In the, uh, in the Bailey match, I love the finish. What would you think of that? Oh, the saucy finish of the Bailey Nikki Cross match. Or no. No, no, no. What, what, what was the finish to that one? Maybe I'm thinking of the Sasha finish. They both had greasy finishes. So, in the Bailey Nikki Cross match, Bailey was struggling. Nikki Cross had momentum. And uh, Bailey's over with her head hanging over the apron to the outside. And Sasha goes in her corner and, like, it looks like she's talking to her, but actually she slips her her four-finger boss ring, which is basically the equivalent of brass knucks. Yes, yes, okay. Bailey straps those on, gives Nikki the old pop. Yeah, boom. And Nikki falls like a light. I I don't know if uh, Bailey discarded of the ring afterwards or just, like, hit her hand during the pinfall, but that, that... that's it, night night, you know. That's great. I I love that. That's that's wrestling one on one. I love that finish. The brass knucks finish. Yeah, where you just slip your partner or something real sly when the ref's not looking. It's just one hit and they're done. It's so dirty. Like I guarantee the audience there, like they the most of the audience is on the other side of the ring, so they didn't see any of that. They had to be confused as hell by that finish. Yeah. And Sasha at this point are still on the same page. How long have we been saying that now? Too long. Too fucking long. <laughs> well, let, let's get to the other half while we're on the subject. Let's skip just to uh, Asuka versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship because Eric, controversy is a, blo- a brewing. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, what we got in this Asuka Sasha match. Is a very greasy finish, Eric. Yes. This had me so worried that I actually had to text you for clarification purposes on who was our champion. So, for the listener who didn't watch Extreme Rules, this is what happened. You got Asuka out there with Kyrie Sane. Sasha's out there with Bailey. Bailey's holding all the gold. When this starts to turn, and this was a great match too. Yes. Yep. Both women were working stiff as hell in this match. And, uh... But Asuka was getting... 
the momentum at the end, similar to Nikki Cross, and I would say even stronger than Nikki Cross's momentum. But when it got real greasy, uh, Bailey took one of the title belts, slid it into the ring. That distracted the ref. Bailey used a title belt, one of the other title belts, as a weapon. And then, like Asuka's stunned, she's getting back to her feet. And Asuka's got a, a surprise of her own. She's bringing back the Green Mist yeah. from here, Asuka days. From Asuka versus Becky days. She's bringing back the Green Mist. And she goes to spit in Sasha's face, but Sasha ducks. And guess who's standing right behind and gets a face full of mist? Oh, that poor referee. That poor, unsuspecting referee. They're going to kill that poor woman. <laughs> They're going to kill that poor woman. <laughs> so he takes a green mist to the face, and he's blinded. He's rolling around on the mat. Bailey seizes this opportunity and just rips off the referee's shirt. Exposing his chiseled abs. Yeah. Definitely wrestler part time. No, that guy's a, that guy's one of the regular refs. He's just cut. Oh, he just works out. Oh, he he. They picked him for on purpose for that one. Yeah, they wanted <laughs> they wanted the full show when he got his shirt taken off. <laughs> who, who is this? That's, Eric's just interrupted my story with a picture. That's Paul Bearer. Can you see him now? That is Paul Bear. My goodness, look at that fat neck. You yeah. don't want to see Paul Bear shirtless. That turkey neck. All right, go ahead. So, so Bailey comes in, strips the ref shirt off, puts it on, uh, and then did Sasha just did Bailey interfere again after that, or did Sasha just take the upper hand? No, Bailey just. Dons the uh, ref's gear and just throws Sasha on top of Asuka and counts the three count. So both women, both competitors are stunned at this point. Yeah, yeah. Bailey's just the housemaid cleaning up. Yeah. You know, getting that dirty ref out of here and keeping the shirt and then doing a fast three. Yep, and and then the reason I knew it wasn't legit, I mean, obviously it's not legit, but... I knew they were going to run with with her as a champion because the bell never rang until Bailey like made him ring the bell. You know what I mean? Yeah, usually in wrestling, I mean, we all know rules fly in and out of the window like like birds, but <laughs> but usually in wrestling, it's official when the bell rings. Yeah, yep. So I knew then and there. I was like, okay, well, I'm glad this isn't a real thing. I mean, the bell did ring. Bailey forced it, but the bell did ring. I don't. I mean, we're getting into semantics and lawyer speak here. Yeah. See, so I thought both. I thought both the women's matches finishes were okay. Like, I mean, I get it. Their heels. They're acting like heels. I just thought it was crazy that they did. So that's. So basically, that was a uh, a false champion situation. Where, Correct. Where like the heel is is carrying around Oscar's title and acting like she's the champ, which I get. But they did the same. They did two of them that night. They did uh, MVP came out and just declared himself the new U.S. title, U.S. champion, right? Uh yeah. Apollo apparently is injured yet again. 
dude's got Derek Rose knees or something. And it could not compete. So with this new belt that MVP's been walking around with, he just says, well, he forfeits, so I'm officially the champion. And that that's 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 that. Yeah, so I just thought it was weird they did two in one night. Uh, it's not that I hate that angle. I'm I'm okay with that angle. It makes sense with with Sasha. Uh, I would have liked these angles better if we had live crowds, yeah, like real live crowds, not just twenty people who don't know how to react. Oh yeah, can you imagine? I mean, there's there's good shit going on right now. Like, there's shit that would be good with. It's still good, but it would be so much better with an audience like Seth Rollins. What he's doing. Oh yeah, he would get he'd be getting so much heat. I think he's doing really good work right now. I'm a big fan of what Seth's doing right now and He is in the same sense as Triple H leaning on the ropes. Like I look forward to knowing that's there every week, but at the <laughs> same time I could easily skip over it. Yeah. But it's it's he, he's like that like we talked about the promo before Eye for an Eye was really good. Yes. And uh since then, he's had good promos, and um, you said you watched Raw, right? The one right after. Yes. Uh, where he where he goes after uh, Alistair Black, and I feel like yeah. I feel like that in a crowd situation would get you a lot of heat as well. Well, Black kind of went after him on that Raw. Oh yeah. Like, Rollins is out there just gloating about the eye for an eye victory, and Black came in attacking. And they had already had a pre-scheduled match, so this was just like the start of the match, essentially. But okay. yeah, Rollins ended up getting the upper hand, as you suspect he would. Yeah. And then afterwards, uh, gave a little post-match beatdown. Okay. Yeah, okay, I didn't remember that part of it. Uh, what else did we have on Extreme Rules? We had Swamp Fight, and what else? Uh, D-Mac and Dolph. Oh, yeah, D-Mac. In a, in a stipulation announced at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, the stipulation was essentially just no rules for Dolph. Like, Dolph could not lose in any way, shape, or form besides being pinned or submitting. Extreme rules for Dolph and uh, no champion's advantage for Drew, essentially, right? Yeah. It was, I, I actually thought that was pretty hilarious. I mean, it's, it's it's right up Dolph's alley. Yeah, it was a classic jackass move. I I, I appreciated it. I thought it was pretty good. It, it's it's a rule that you would chew gum while you announce. Oh, for sure. Just like Dolph would. Oh, for so sure. So what's gonna happen is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep, and then like you said, they're keeping that going. Because uh, they. There's a match uh, on this week's Raw. Um, that's, this, this week's Raw is going to be good. I can't wait till three, four days from now when we get to talk about it. Because, <laughs> yeah, Cause, yeah they, they booked uh, Dolph and uh, Drew in another match. This time Drew picks the stip. Yep. And he's, he's, he's leaving that hanging like a carrot for Dolph, just like Dolph did to him. He's not going to announce it until right before the bell. Oh, yeah. As, as he should. 
As you should. That's ruthless. Yeah. How are you supposed to prepare? Yeah, you, you can't prepare, man. If I was an announcer, I'd be talking about how much lack of preparation there was all, all match long. Oh, Tom Phillips is. You know who uh, does a good job is Samoa Joe, dude. You think? Yeah, you don't like him? I mean, he's so-so. He's, he's no Jerry the King Lawler. No, but I think he's. I think there's a future there for sure. I mean, he just started doing it. Yeah, that's true. Well, what, what do you like about his... Uh... His style. Speaking of Tom Phillips. Oh, there's Tom Phillips. <laughs> uh, I, I like, uh, I just like his old school shit. Like, that's something he would say. He, he does all the old school things. You know, like where you, like, you just, like, mentioned preparation and shit like that. And more shit that the, the guys nowadays don't seem to do. Like, try to really get you into the match. Like, to believe it's a fight. Yeah. Uh, as far as talking about injuries and, uh, oh, he's going to feel that. I know what that feels like. Like, just, I don't know. I like him. I think he's doing a good job. And you could, I think if he did this for a long time, he'd be great at it. I, I like how he will take little ribs and jabs at uh, Byron or Tom. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's heel commentary 101. Like, yeah, you got to. Byron says, like, Oh, I would have done that on a Friday night. And Samoa Joe just comes and is like, I bet that's all you're doing on a Friday night, Byron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got him. Got his ass. That's heel 101, yeah. man. Uh, so then there was a swamp fight, Jeff. Which we touched... Swamp ass, baby. Swamp ass, which we touched on earlier. Uh, I kind of... This one to me was like, okay... I don't know. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was terrible. A lot of people thought it was terrible. I didn't go that far. That's kind of just kind of blah to me. Like there wasn't a there wasn't any real fighting going on. Yeah, is is it seemed closer to the um, what was the matchup Ray had with Cena at WrestleMania? What was that one called? Uh, a Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah, it seemed more similar to the Firefly Funhouse and like it's a mental fuck, you know? Oh yeah, he was mentally getting fucked right in his yeah. ass. His mental ass was being just completely torn to shreds. Yeah, Ron shows, <laughs> Ron, Ron shows up, Ron strolls up. <laughs> he did stroll up. He did stroll up. He got out of a car and strolled up and uh, Ray's sitting there in a rocking chair. And Braun goes to get closer and Bray just vanishes, so Braun's left to just walk through the woods and comes across a little Wyatt Ford. Or first he comes across himself in a mirror wearing that sheep mask. Oh, I didn't even see that. I saw when I saw when he saw himself when he was on the ground, but he saw himself earlier too. Well, he saw himself and that guy hit him. The alternate Braun hit Braun with a shovel over the back. Yeah, yeah. And then he wakes up tied with chains to a rocking chair in the little white fort with a hanging hemp. Yeah. All the stuff that you would do if you were making, like, a bad horror movie was there. Like, just, like, stringing up, like, doll legs and shit. Yeah. Just all that kind of crap. I'm curious. Do you think, like, this is actually 
Wyatt's place and this is actually normally his setup? Like, is that a fort that Wyatt goes out and smokes a bowl in or some shit? Are you talking about in kayfabe or real life? In real life. Oh, like without without all the bullshit, obviously. Yeah, like how the Hardy, how yeah. that one pact was actually at yeah. Matt Hardy's property. It's, I mean, it's possible, but probably not. Okay. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. This is actually Brady's domain, or it could be. I have no fucking idea. I mean, all it was was like a shed. I mean, it could have been. Yeah, I guess you never really saw a house or anything fancy to no. lean it one way or another. Yeah. I don't know, the ending, like, the ending was kind of unsatisfactory to me. It's like, you don't really know who won. Like, I guess, I guess Bray won, because, but not really, right? They both went into the water. Yeah, the way this ended was, like, Braun was standing up on the dock thinking he had won and Bray pops out of the water and just grabs him by the neck. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Gives him like a choke slam suplex. Very pool style. Oh, that was that was probably the best part of the match. The pool, like that was a classic pool trick. Yeah, that was there, awesome. there was one dunk. There was one head dunk. Oh, there was a dunk and a splash, baby. We predicted that there shit. There was a splash too? They, they were splashing around. Oh, man. Dunking and splashing. Just the, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the foam noodle never came out, unfortunately. No, no. That, that, that was the one prop bet that we lost, yeah. I guess. But, um, there's also a guy catching on fire in this match. Yeah, what, what was up with that? Who the hell was that? They had several minions that just came out of the woods that are unnamed. At first, when I saw them, I thought, I'm like, oh, fuck. If this is Eric Rowan, I'm going to turn this shit off right now. <laughs> no, they work, for, they work for somebody else, but... I thought they were trying to infer it was Harper and Rowan. They had to be, right? One of the guys was in a white tank top. Like a white wife beater. I think they're just supposed to be minions. Okay. I mean, not minions in the Undertaker uh, form of minions, but just like peons living on the YA clan property. Yeah. Yeah, just little dirt balls that are living in like a trailer out on the back lot. Shit. I mean, even even in the Undertaker graveyard match, didn't he just get attacked by some random minions? Oh yeah. The minions are just popping up in these movie matches. Yeah. Yeah. I just gotta fight a motherfucker too. Yeah, <laughs> fight a motherfucker too. 
But uh, so yeah, they back to the ending. He chokeslam him in the pool. They both go underwater, and then the fiend. About five seconds later, when you stop seeing bubbles, the fiend pops up, and that's the end of the match. Yeah. So I guess Bray wins. Is that yeah. is that what you put as official winner? I I have no official winner for that or the um, Oscar ba- or the Sasha Bailey Sasha Oscar match as of right now. Though I still left that blank. So we got to figure out what we're doing for the predictions on that. You're still waiting on a verdict on that? I'm still waiting for verdicts. Okay. Uh, I think I'm just... I mean, Apollo MVP, obviously, I crossed off. I think I'm just going to do the same for the Bray Braun match since, like we said, that's more of a movie. And depending how long Sasha has his title, I'm going to just... See, see where it goes, I guess. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll find out when we watch yesterday's Raw. Yeah. Well, I mean, like like you said, uh, Stephanie comes out on the Raw following, and uh, she does kind of a poor job of explaining that uh, Oscar, or no, uh, Sasha's not really the champion. And Very she, poor. And she books the, uh, the rematch for this week's Raw that we haven't seen yet. Correct. And Steph didn't come out. She was on Zoom with her fat face. Yep. Just getting too close and saying, <laughs> if a certain role model comes out and decides to get involved with this match, you will lose the title, Sasha. Like, wait, losing the title? No, no. She doesn't have the title. No, I went back and watched it. She didn't say lose the title. She just said lose. Okay. But she she did explain it weird. It was a very weird segment. Uh, but so yeah, I don't know. I, it was a strange pay per view, but it had some good parts. I don't know. I'm not completely down on the pay per view. No, like I say, I was hyped for it, so I'm I was glad to watch it. Just I thought the uh, overall the first half was a little more promising than the second half. It was all entertaining, though, at least. Yeah. Oh, before we get off it, the very ending of the Dolph D-Mac match, Dolph was going for a super kick and got hit with a claymore, and the impact looked insanely good. Yeah. Yeah, Dolph is a pro, dude. It's selling. Yeah, I about popped out of my chair, literally. Yeah. I'm like, sweet Jesus, what a claymore. That was a good match, too, though. It really was. So, I, I mean, what, out, out of five dogs, we're going to the, back to this scale, Eric. Out of five dogs. Uh, I'll give it... I'll give it uh, three and a half dogs. Three and a half dogs. I thought it was enjoyable. I'm going to go... It could be three, honestly. I don't know. I might go three. I'm going to go two and three quarters hot dogs with some relish. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I, I didn't see the the fake eye as, as I'm too squeamish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you fucked up there, man. You blew it. That too, was too a good part. Too much of a snowflake, as some people would say. Yeah. 
And yeah, I, I don't want I don't want to pass out while I'm watching wrestling, so I'm not gonna watch a fake eye. But I'll, I'll go back and check it out. Maybe I'll give it that extra quarter of a dog for that fake eye. Yeah, because you really can't see it <clears throat> too. Like they they do a good job of hiding it, but you can tell what it's supposed to be. You know, you'll Hell see. Yeah. It's not gross at all. Uh, so let's see. So then we went to the Raw. We talked about a lot of what happened there. Was that the Raw? That's the Raw with the Big Show Randy Orton match, right? Yes. Which was that? That was a great match, dude. An unsanctioned match for the main event of Raw. Bring it back. Well, it's Big Show. God damn. That was a good-ass match. It was. Like, Orton was selling shit great. Big Show was coming in with those big paws. Yeah. Just giving rights to the dome. Yeah, it was and, It was two veterans, man. Yeah. Like, I, I thought Big Show might have been old and slow, but they worked together tremendously. It basically takes, like, a Randy Orton to pull that off. <laughs> it does. Like... Maybe AJ Styles could have had that good of a match with Big yeah. Show. Yeah. Maybe John Cena. And if you're feeling crazy for a short match, I would say maybe our truth. Yeah. But it's got to be a veteran. Yeah, it's and yeah, those are top tier. Basically, you got to be top tier guy, man, because he's yeah. like, like you said, he's old, he's slower. Uh, but Randy, like when he hit him with that uh, spear, when he hit Randy with that spear. Oh, that, that was so unexpected. And he looked like... <clears throat> it looked like what you'd expect. Like, it looked a little slow and a little old, but Randy sold it so good yeah. that it made it work. Yeah, I mean, you can feel the power. 500 pounds being speared through your gut. <laughs> yeah. 500 k. Really, really good match. Yeah, yeah. 500 kayfabe pounds, baby. <laughs> like... I've been down on the main events for Raw's and SmackDown's lately, and they came out firing on all cylinders, Eric. Yeah, you this can... This is the best main event on Raw I've seen, at least since the pandemic started. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd i have to go back and look, because my... I, I, get, I fall into recency bias so much. Yeah, we all do, it's racist. Especially right now, it's hard, but... I think you might be right, man. That was, like, I was actually, it was one of those matches where I couldn't look away, which is rare right now. Yeah. It was a good-ass match. I give it, I give that one five hot dogs, honestly. Just, yeah, that, 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 that's a five-dog match. <laughs> yeah, that's a five-dog match. Uh, oh, yeah. Another thing that we need to touch on, because I think this is going to be, coming up in the women's title picture on Raw soon enough. Uh, during Bailey and Kyrie Sane had a match after that Sasha Bell controversy. Oh and yeah. With uh, Sasha and Bailey's corner and then Asuka and Kyrie's corner, so it's like kind of the side B of it's a hype match for next week essentially. Yes. And during this match we got a uh, we got to see Shayna Baszler who we haven't seen in a couple weeks. Just in the in the back watching it, and Charlie comes up to her and is like, "Hey, I see you're watching this. What's up?" She's like, "Well, I'm watching this because I'm getting no airtime. Maybe this is some way to put these bitches on notice, essentially." 
is what she was going at. And yeah. I, I think, I mean, Asuka probably does win this, and then we, I think we're going to get a Shayna-Asuka feud going on eventually. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. Yeah, I'd be down with that. But either way, uh, this is looking like Baszler's obviously going to play a picture in the Raw women's title role. Yeah. That was the promo where she had a really weird moment at the end where she's like, I'm keeping an eye on it the way that a wolf always keeps an eye on his prey every day and night. Like, it was weird. I had to rewind. She's trying to work out her pauses. Oh, she, her beats, her, as they say in theater, her beats were a little off. <laughs> she was, but it was hilarious. I rewound it like four times. It was, it was pretty good. I didn't even notice it. That, that, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, physically she's there and she's got the look, but yeah, her mic skills are not up stuff wrestling wise yet no uh, that's one area she needs to work on nope they're not but you never know some people get better uh one other thing from Raw Eric I texted you about this earlier this week but Vince somehow put all the black wrestlers in one storyline yes what, what the fuck what uh but I didn't see it. Like, did they not put it on my, on the Hulu cut? What happened? It must not have gotten the Hulu cut. We also got two Ron Simmons sightings on Raw. Yeah, see, I don't remember this at all. Which had to do with this uh, encounter. Uh, Ron Simmons was first in the back. Just you, you see him talking to MVP and Bobby Lashley. You don't hear any of the conversation. You just see him talking. And then, uh... Truth pops up and starts talking some jazz to MVP and Bobby Lashley after Ron Simmons leaves. And, uh, like, he's kind of sassing them a little bit. Uh, so they, they didn't take kindly to that, and they kind of just distract him while Shelton Benjamin sneaks up behind our truth gives him a little schoolboy, rolls him up, and wins our truths 24-7 title. So now Shelton Benjamin is your 24-7 champion. Right after commercial, we get a six-man tag. Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin versus Ricochet and Alexander. And at first, they're clowning him like, he only got two people, we got three, what are you going to do? And like, Ricochet's like, well, hang on, we found someone else. And we get the return of the person who was way ahead of the curve on wearing masks, Mustafa Ali. Yes. A quick side note, Eric. I saw someone wearing that same type of light-up LED mask yesterday at the store. I couldn't read what their text was saying, but they had on a legitimate face mask that you're wearing for the pandemic, but it was fucking lit up with text. Oh, yeah. That's their mouth. I was like, man, you are going all in on that, aren't you? Like, how much did that mask cost you? 80, 90 bucks? I just don't, I don't go anywhere enough, like, I only go to the store, like, once every two weeks. I don't, I mean, I go into the gas station, but, yeah, I couldn't, I don't, I don't buy expensive masks. Fuck that. I barely, like, I don't have any time to wear them. Right. 
you know, I don't do anything. I just, I stay home most of the time. Go to work and come home is all. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going on a, how much you spending on masks type of rant. Just uh, like, yeah. I've never seen an actual light yeah. up mask outside of Mustafa Ali. Yeah, that's, that's... I'm curious if I'm going to see more of this during this pandemic. Like, people just really getting fancy. Yeah, that's hilarious. I never thought of that. He, he was ahead of his time. Straight up, ahead of his time. But yeah, so we get this six-man all-brothers match. Lashley, MVP, and Benjamin versus Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and Cedric Alexander. A straight brothers match. With, with uh, special spots before from Ron Simmons and R-Truth. I mean, is that the entirety of the black male wrestling population besides uh, Apollo Crews? I would say besides the New Day and Apollo Crews. Yeah, the New Day and Apollo. Yeah, sweet Jesus. Not Titus O'Neil, if he's still... I know he's like a PR guy. I don't know if he wrestles anymore or not. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's... So, inter, the internet went crazy and said that, like a nation of domination type faction was being formed. Uh, but on MVP's side, like a heel faction that was called, uh, did you, did you catch any names or anything? Cause people had a name for them already. I did not catch any names. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure that they actually announced their name. I just think it's something that MVP said in a promo that people said like, oh, that, like, it's basically the internet making up a name, like, oh, that'd be a sick name for that group type of deal. Yeah, like, not, like D-Mac. Exactly. I'm not sure that it's an official name, but so I guess we'll see, man. I guess we haven't seen the latest Raw. I mean, maybe it isn't. So, who was on the bad guy's side? MVP, Lashley, and... Shelton Benjamin. Okay. I could see him being a bad guy, I guess. No, that's a powerhouse faction, Eric. Yeah. There's a, lot, there's a lot of muscle in that faction. That would be cool. I mean, I, I like Shelton Benjamin. I always wish they could find a, a good home for him. So maybe, I, I don't know. That sounds okay. And then there's like, but what about all those good guys? I mean, maybe that's just, that's just a starting point. Like, I had mixed emotions when you told me this was supposed to be a nation of domination thing. Because in one sense... This does get them airtime, and in their singles career, they're struggling for airtime. Even when uh, Ricochet and Alexander's a tag team, just going up against normal tag teams is struggling to get airtime. So having an actual feud helps all involved, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned that with Lashley and with Benjamin. You know, they're, they're, they're not exactly prize pigs when you're... <laughs> no. No. So everyone's getting airtime, but back in the day, the nation had like the actual nation was a heel thing led by the Rock, and it's supposed to be like my perception of it when I rewatched it uh, was that like it was a bunch of oppressed people trying to talk about like systematic issues keeping them down, and they they were getting booed by a largely white audience, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, the actual racial aspects in that sense. You're worried but, about that. I'm... Yeah, I gotcha. But if, if it's just Lashley with MVP talking, that's just a straight heel faction. Take race out of it. That That is a great heel faction. Bobby, Sheldon, MVP. That's a, that's a good mid-card heel faction. No, it is. I, I'd be totally down for that. I mean, honestly, it's like... 
why did the internet think it was it was a nation of domination like? I mean, it's just because they're black, right? It probably. It could be the jumping to the conclusions, Matt, of yeah. the internet. It's like, what else about them makes them like the nation? Yeah, are they raising fists? I don't know. Yeah, it's probably just it's probably just some dumbass internet shit. They saw black guys get together and they're like, oh, it's the nation of domination again. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry all over again. Yeah. Um, so we got about uh, eight minutes left, Jeff. What else do we need to talk about? I think that's pretty good on Raw, right? Yeah. Yeah, why don't you uh, give me a quick uh, run-through of SmackDown? Anything that you didn't touch on on last week's SmackDown? Uh... Nothing huge. Like I said, the big your big takeaway from SmackDown is that uh, uh, that there could be a big E singles push. Oops. Um, a big E singles push coming, but it starts out with uh, uh, Sasha and Bailey, of course. I think they all start like that, right? I mean, every wrestling show in the last month. Yeah, that or Rollins. Uh, so it starts out with them and the, uh, like the commentators are doing the classic, like, recap. Yeah, recap of what the fuck is this? And they're and they're like, they're going over again and again about how she's not the champion, blah blah blah. So there's that, uh, and I think that one had a match. I can't remember who was in that match. I can't find the uh, the page I'm looking for on the internet here. But um, oh, you're looking, but, oh okay, go ahead. Uh, so there's that the uh, new day the new day thing the Big E push that's the big thing and then they had the uh, bar fight that was heavily heavily advertised throughout the whole night. Oh God, I can only imagine. So like I guess they announced it last week. I don't even remember that. did not I skipped over the Smackdown go home show but I feel like I heard this announcement for the bar fight somewhere maybe it's here <clears throat> I don't know I remember I texted you about it to see if you saw it but I specifically wanted to see that so I I kind of you know casually grazed through this episode yeah uh the, there was a Bray Wyatt um there was a Firefly Funhouse where he's like talking about unleashing the fiend on Braun. So they're sticking with they're sticking with that story, but it looks like the next match, which will is be the fiend. Yeah, which will be SummerSlam, right? Oh yeah, SummerSlam's the next pay per view, and I want to say about one month's time, four weeks time from now. So that so that would make sense for a SummerSlam match for sure. The fiend versus Braun. So we'll probably get that. Um, and I remember what happened with Bailey and Sasha. So uh, Nikki comes out and she, Nikki Cross comes out and she's pissed that she didn't get a fair shake at uh, Bailey's title. Right. Once a rematch, blah blah blah. And uh, Bailey says uh, you'll get your rematch, but you have to face a future Hall of Famer and a blah 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 and then you think she's talking about Sasha but she says uh, Alexa 
So, oh. so Nikki has to face Alexa, and the winner goes on to uh, face Bailey at this coming SmackDown. Oh, that's, that's quite a swerve. Yeah, and it was it was a cool match. It was okay. I did I did stop and watch that one, and uh, um, Nikki wins. Now, by what question is is there any animosity or was it a respectful win? Because they since being being a tag team, Nikki and Alexa have gone up in a number one contenders match before. Yeah. Um, I think. I think there's. Let me see here. I think there's still uh, there's a little bit of shakiness in that group. Cause like when they announced when when Bailey threw out that idea like oh you have to face each other, like Alexa Bliss was kind of like oh, I don't know and Nikki Cross like shoves her to the ground like says we have to do this. So I, uh, Nikki's all pumped up on adrenaline. Yeah, so I think I don't know there might be a little shakiness in that little group there. I hope not. I really like the I, I like Alexa in this role. Yeah. Yep. Alexa was in, we forgot to mention, she was in a, she was uh, sexualized in the uh, swamp, yes. in the swamp fight, which was, a I thought. sexual fantasy that got presented to Braun somehow, where she's wearing a veil, and they're showing quick clips of, like, Braun holding Alexa in her, in his arms and everything, and the only connection I could think of between the two was back when Bliss was a heel and they were doing that, um, mixed tag team tournament or whatever that was yeah. completely from one SmackDown. They were uh, yeah. aligned in that. Yeah, it was like a SmackDown lot or a, sorry, Facebook Live show. Yes. But besides that, I don't know where this sexual fan- fantasizing of Alexa Bliss That's all it is. Part's coming from. That's all it is, man. All I gotta say is baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, you're right. That's all it is. They showed like clips of him like holding her, and like they must have had a little bit of a love story and going through that story, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, just something for the internet. Um, uh, this is weird. Grand Metalik, you remember him? Yeah, from uh, LHP Lucha House Party. Yeah, he uh, there was a match between him, Shorty G. Drew Gulak and uh, Lince, what's his name, Lince Dorado? Lince Dorado? Yeah. Uh, For the uh, number one contendership to the IC title. And uh, And it was Gulak, who else, Shorty G, uh, Grand Metalik, and Lince. Yep. Okay. Uh, And Grand Metalik won. Right. fuck? Which is kind of cool, man, because, like, if you watch him work, he's pretty fun to watch. So I, I was kind of excited about that. No, I, I, yeah, I noticed last time Lucha House Party had a match, they, they brought it in ring. Like, they yeah. are very talented uh, as far as, like, classic Lucha wrestling goes. Yep, so they'll get, so you'll see Grand Metal League versus AJ. Let me see if well, it's... There'll me, be a lot of flips in that. Which would be awesome. Let me see... If when's that gonna happen? Good for them. I, I oh next I week. Someone from Lucha House Party's getting a little bit of a push for once in their career. Jesus, they're they're today's version of um. Who, who's our guys, Eric? 
which ones? Our, our tag team that got done dirty by WWE. The the son with an A. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, uh, Ascension. Ascension. Yes, yeah. I was about to say the Apostles. <laughs> yeah, Ascension. They are the new Ascension. It's true. Lucha House Party has taken on the Ascension role of just being there to lose. But, uh, so that, I just confirmed that that is this coming Friday, SmackDown. No, we got a good week of wrestling, then. Well, I've been noticing, man, that they've put a lot of stake in these TV shows. I mean, think of all these matches. This is going to be an IC title match. Like, that could be on a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Orton versus Big Show could have been on a pay-per-view. Yeah. There's, so, I don't know what's going on. Raw women's title. Yeah, I think there might maybe there's a slide in ratings because of coronavirus or I don't know, but I'm sure. they're putting a lot into these. I mean, and then and then speaking of the main event uh, on the last SmackDown was uh, uh, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus in a bar fight, which was a, like a cinematic match and could have obviously been on a pay per view. On a pay per view or as advertised, like something to be put on a pedestal of some sort. Not not your not your average week of wrestling, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Uh and this is pretty good. Uh mixed reviews it seems like. Uh maybe a little corny, I don't know, but nonetheless it was out of the performance center and it was kind of a cool little fight. Oh yeah. Seamus showed up like in like classic Irish fight gear, like he just had a wife beater on, his hands were taped, and he was wearing like an Irishman's hat. Uh, it'd be a lot funnier if he showed up drunk. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> but still, that that, that get up, what are you going for the Conor McGregor look, buddy? Yeah, he's just trying to look like a badass, like Irishman. Yeah. And then like there was a couple shots at Jeff, obviously about his drinking issues, like. Why don't you come to the bar and have a drink? You know what I mean? Like, they're still playing with that, obviously. I mean, it's a bar fight. Yeah. But it was okay. It seems really heavy-handed on Seamus' part, but... Yeah. Teaches her. I would say, he's a bad guy. What do you expect? But, uh, that's pretty much... I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It was good. Jeff Hardy wins. Uh, I think it's worth a watch for sure. Is there a swanton? Yes. When will the swanton stop? Yeah, so I think I I liked it. I I specifically you know searched this out to watch it and it was fun. It was good enough. Hell yeah! Well, I still got it on my DVR, so I'll definitely at least check that part of it out. Um, and I think that's that's about it from SmackDown. I'm excited for this this week that we had like last night's Raw and this week's SmackDown. I'm pretty excited about it. So. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna do a quick turnaround. Yes. Uh, be back either Friday or Saturday with uh, this next week's episode. Yeah, probably. Actually, I don't know. I have to look and see what Samantha's doing, but probably Saturday? I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll take a look at my work schedule. I, got, I know I got Friday off, but we'll, we'll figure it out. And Yeah. Uh, are we running out of time here, Sauce? Yeah, we're over four minutes. Why? What's up? I was just going to mention the Dean Ambrose interview, but we can save that for next week. Oh, yeah, because that one's really not time-sensitive. No. Uh, 
Yeah, well, then that's a teaser because John Moxley gave a national interview. It's nothing special. Yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to the Jorge Masvidal interview on uh, uh, South Beach Sessions? I have not. That, the MMA fighter? Yeah, the one, the Miami guy. Yeah, it's super necessary. Yep, that guy. Yeah. That's a wild interview. Okay, so that, that's your uh, podcast plug for the week? Yeah, well, it's like, you know, it's it's a minority Trump person. Yeah. So it's always interesting to hear that point of view. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're far right. And, and Cuban. So it's a, Cuban far right. So it's it's very interesting to hear that point of view. Here in Middle America, you you don't hear any of that. Yeah. No, no there's not too many Cubans in Dunlap, <laughs> Illinois. No. No. Uh, no. No. But yeah, I think I guess that's it, Jeff. I want to say thanks again to people that are listening to us because more people are listening. I think it's the rub from from Jason making fish tacos. Honestly. Hell yeah. <laughs> try and brainstorm to get this a little more interactive for more listeners but thank you to the loyal listeners thank you to the new listeners and we'll be back later this week yeah and we're trying to line up a uh, a dollar bin jeff i took a picture i went to the dollar bin at walmart i found myself in walmart i had to get something specifically there mm-hmm. and in the dollar bin i found a triple feature of Dwayne the rock johnson movies they all looked horrible uh, Eric, I'm sure they're all fantastic movies. <laughs> yeah. So I literally found the dollar bin, a wrestling movie, three of them for five bucks. Did you purchase them? No. Oh. You know what I did? I purchased uh, a set of uh, professional wrestling trading cards for five bucks. Yes, uh, <laughs> you sent me a picture of uh, a Shinsuke card, was it? Yeah, I got a, I've, I have an autographed Shinsuke card that's supposedly number 49 out of 99 in the blue color scheme. So I really don't, like, I don't know. I don't, I've never gotten into trading cards, so I don't know how it works. But it's it says it's authentic, and it has a number on it. And uh, I guess they call them parallels, or like the, pat, like the different color schemes. And so I guess it's the 49th out of 99 in the blue. Well, maybe take a trip down to Acme Comics if that's still open. Yeah. See, and, uh, get yourself one of those sleeves and ask him a couple of questions about these. Are they tops still? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, ask him about these tops cards, bro. But honestly, like, here, before we go, I'll give you an example. Like, they're actually kind of cool. Like, the ones they give you where it's just, like, Kofi Kingston or whatever, like those are kind of lame, but they have these ones that, uh, like this is a great example. Like who would remember this? It, it says like specific moments and it has pictures from the match, obviously. But our truth defeats Shinsuke Nakamura for the United States Championship, January 29th of nineteen. Do you remember that? Not at all. I remember him being champion, but I didn't remember he got it from Shinsuke. But yeah, it's cool. They have like actual match cards and then they tell you the story on the back, but it's just kind of cool. Like you can look at it and be like, and then as you read the story, you can remember it. You know what I mean? It comes back to your brain. Yeah, you get a mental image. Yeah. 
So it's kind of, so that in that manner they're kind of cool. If they just say the wrestler on them, they're kind of lame. But I don't know. Some about that little area, like at Target and Walmart, like there's that one aisle that has like Pokemon and magic cards and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always yeah. always drawn to that area for some reason. I've lost over it. Maybe I'll take a closer look next time I'm in the supermarket. I mean, I don't think they're popular. I think trading cards is extremely niche at this point. Uh, but the, 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 the niches are growing. Yeah. I just was... Our buddy and Bears expert, Adam Landmark, uh, tried to teach me Magic the Gathering last night, and I, I told him, I already host a wrestling podcast. That's, that's enough nerdery <laughs> Wait, this is... This was last night? Yeah. That's weird that I brought it up. So was it fun, or you couldn't understand it? Uh, it was only the two of us. I, I was not that into it. Uh, it was a long day, night, so maybe with a better social setting I'd be more into it. But I got the basics down, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of fine print that it's hard for me to read, too. So that <laughs> oh my god, you're such an old person. I know. I can't watch Akron Eye Match. I can't be <laughs> uh, I've like I've always wanted to play like Dungeons and Dragons if somebody would teach it to me, but never it's had a that. It's a lot of learning. It's a steep learning curve. Oh, I'm sure. All right, Jeff. Should we? We'll we'll come back soon, and hopefully we'll have a dollar bin for the audience here, the faithful audience, the faithful fifty, as we should call them. The faithful fifty. <laughs> Hell yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, we'll 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 do it again. Hopefully Saturday. All right. That's good, brother. All right. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Now I don't. Now I don't Good. I said, okay. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it.